0: Hello, this is Pastor Nathaniel, and you're listening to the Eda Talk for the Eddy Walk podcast. Here you'll find messages meant to edify and encourage God's people in the maturity, purity, and unity that comes from following Christ. From devotional thoughts to sermons from our Sunday morning services, my prayer is that the time you spend listening to this podcast will help you grow closer to our Lord and also lead you to loving others like He loves us. Let's get right to it. Well, this morning we wrap up the sermon series from the 23rd Psalm. There are six verses in that Psalm, and we started this series six weeks ago, which means we're on the sixth verse today. Surely, goodness and love, or surely, goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. In preparing for this week, the question came to mind, who's following who? As disciples, we follow him. And then what's the promise we just heard in verse 6 of Psalm 23? Surely goodness and mercy will follow me. So who's following who? The answer is both. Let me read to you. Psalm number 23. if you like, you can bow your heads and it's not going to be on the screen. I'll just read it to you. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And Lord, we do thank you for being our shepherd. Thank you for how in you we lack nothing. Thank you for all the abundant blessings and all the provision you have for us. Thank you for making a way. Salvation. Through your one and only son, Jesus. And Jesus, thank you. For how you change Not just our hearts, but our lives. And Holy Spirit, thank you for your guidance to help us stay on the path. And Lord, we give you praise all the way through. And I pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. I've been feeding the outdoor animals all week long. That's usually Laura's job, but since she's laid up from her surgery, I'm on duck, goat, and chicken duty. And when I say duty, I mean duty. Those chickens and ducks, they're messy and stinky, but I've come to love them a little more this week, taking care of them, collecting their eggs. But there's one chicken in particular. She's a wind dot. If you know anything about chickens, wind dots are beautiful. But like sheep, this wind dot is stupid. (laughs) Somehow, she gets out of the fenced-in area that all the chickens and ducks are in. You might be thinking, what do you mean somehow, Nathaniel? Maybe you're stupid. (laughs) Chickens have wings. I know, I'm going to warm some up after the sermon this morning. (laughs) (laughs) That's no joke. (laughs) Neither is the death stare I got from my youngest daughter. So, I don't know if you remember, but about three years ago, we had a fox problem. I mean, the fox was actually jumping the fence and getting the ducks. So, Laura and the girls extended the fence. It's even higher to keep them safe. But still, that wind dot likes to jump out or fly out or whatever she does. Fox, coyotes. And she doesn't get the food that I have for. Her. Those other chickens, they come running for the the uh what's that stuff called? Scratch grains. Yeah. Crack corn. Now you're gonna have that song in your head, Jimmy Crack Corn. That's what happens to me every morning when I'm getting the crack corn. You know, they can come right to it, but not the wind dot who's stuck outside. Rather than stay close to the Lord, people stray from Him and do their own thing, it's a tale as old as time. God's people, all through the Old Testament, but God's people in the 21st century, it still happens. But the last six words of the book of Judges sums it up. Everyone did as they saw fit. Now, was that what we see on the news now? Or on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or Snap or Reddit? Or what other social media outlets are out there? Everyone saw, pardon me, everyone did as they saw fit. Who was number one? It's a self thing. You see, the following Him is hard when everything's easy. Maybe that's the problem with the Christian church in America today. We got it easy. We can depend on ourselves pretty good. It's easy to get off the narrow way. Because we're self-sustaining. It's hard to follow when it's easy. The problem though, is that when we stray, when we abandon him we're far from the abundance that He has for us. If we've learned anything from spending time in the 23rd Psalm over the last six weeks, I hope it's that in Him we lack nothing. When we're with Him, goodness and love are will follow all the days of our lives. See, no original idea long before it was a soap opera. When we're with him, goodness and love will follow us all the days of our lives. God's people got that reminder when they went back to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. See, King Nebuchadnezzar came and destroyed everything. Left the, sh- the, the, the city in shambles, and just, it was a mess. The city was destroyed, walls were destroyed. People were taken captive to Babylon. As time passed, Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom fell, there was King Darius, there was King Cyrus. Then there was Nehemiah who felt called by God to go back to Jerusalem and build, rebuild the walls. You know, the funny thing about doing things God calls you to do, there's going to be opposition. People aren't going to like it and people may not like you. That's what Nehemiah faced. But he had to be true to what God called him to do. He rebuilt the walls. He and the team in 52 days. Around the whole city. I'm not picking on you if you work for the state highway department. (laughs) But they just started the work on Interstate 390 south I have a feeling it's going to take more than 52 days. I'm getting sidetracked. It's the same way in West Virginia. My high school buddy made a joke that a lot of people who worked for this state highway department were out of a job. Because someone invented a shovel that stood up on its own. It's just a joke. But the Israelite people, guess what happened when they were rebuilding the mall? They found the book of the law. And Nehemiah and the priests and Ezra, they were reading it out loud. Don't ever complain if I preach more than half an hour. They were in church from the crack of dawn until after lunch. And they wanted to be. And when they heard of the word, the word of the Lord, they were cut to the heart. And they wondered, what can we do? They were weeping and mourning. And Nehemiah reassured them, don't don't weep and mourn. God has good things in store for us. And they spent time in his word, and they learned it, and they taught it, and they talked about it. And they let that be the priority again. And guess what they learned? They learned that whenever God's people do that, keep him the priority, not themselves, there's abundant blessings. Nehemiah 9.25. They're going through the history of what happened to Israel. And I didn't read the whole thing to you because it's long. But basically, here's the point. When God's people were following him, they captured fortified cities and fertile land. They took possession of houses, filled with all kinds of good things. Wells already dug. I don't like digging ditches. Can you imagine digging wells back in this time period? 400, 800, 1000 BC. Wells already dug. Vineyards, olive gardens, and fruit trees in abundance they ate till they were full and were well nourished they reveled god in your great goodness there's goodness when we're close to him abundant blessings when we're following closely to the shepherd But the thing about following is that it's easy when it's easy. Think about that Palm Sunday. You know what better yet? Think about it as I read it. Matthew chapter 21. Verses 1 through 11. As they approached Jerusalem. I'll give you time to get there. Matthew chapter 21. I'll read verses 1 to 11. It'll be on the screen too if you don't have your Bible. But it tells us, as they approached Jerusalem from and came to Bethphage on the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples saying to them, Go, go to the village ahead of you, and at once you will find a donkey tied there. With her coat by her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, tell them that the Lord needs them and he'll send them right away. This took place to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet. Say to the daughter of Zion, see, your king comes to you, gentle and riding on a donkey. On a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus instructed. Because that's what disciples do. They do as Jesus instructed. They brought the donkey and the colt, and they placed their cloaks on them, and Jesus sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road Just in case you missed it, I'll read it again. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, while others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and those that followed, what those, some went ahead, some followed, shouted, Hosanna to the son of David. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. When Jesus entered Jerusalem, the whole city stirred and asked, Who is this? The crowds answered, This is Jesus, the prophet from Nazareth. Crowds, very large crowds. Hosanna, Hosanna. But where were they? I mean, everybody can come to a party. Hosanna, Hosanna. It was a wonderful thing. He was the king. He deserved that parade. Everyone was there. But where was everyone at the end of the week? Following Jesus was easy when it was easy. And you know, the Passion Week is not the only time followers abandon Jesus. Go to John chapter 6. Now Jesus is doing some pretty wonderful things by the time we get to John chapter 6. He changed the water into wine. He's healed the blind, he's healed the lame, he's fed 5,000, he's walked on water. Large crowd, you'd expect. Lots of people following Jesus. But then Jesus talks about the bread of life. Then he talks about himself and says, you got to eat my flesh and drink my blood. And a lot of people are like, I'm out. Because it does sound strange. May sound strange to people today who don't have a relationship with Jesus. So now a bunch of people said, uh uh, Jesus, that is too much for me. You're a loony bird. They didn't say that, that's just Nathaniel translation. But basically, they said, We're out. We're done. You're nuts. We read about it in John chapter 6, verse 60. On hearing it, many of his disciples said, This is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Aware that his disciples were grumbling about this, Jesus said to them, Does this offend you? What if you see the Son of Man ascend to where he was before? The Spirit gives life. The flesh counts for nothing. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and they are life. Yet there are some of you who do not believe. For Jesus had known from the beginning which of them did not believe and who would betray Him. It's a little proof there that He was fully man and fully God. He went on to say, This is why I told you that no one can come to me unless the Father has enabled them. Provenient grace. The grace that goes before. From this time, many of his disciples turned back and no longer followed him. Yet, you do not want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked the twelve. So get that. Before this, he's talking to all the disciples, not just the twelve. All those who have fallen him. Now he's talking to the twelve. You don't want to leave too, do you? Jesus asked the twelve. Simon Peter answered him. Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. We believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Peter asks a good question that we can ask ourselves. To whom will we go? Often people stray, though. Often they just go to themselves. Oftentimes, when things get tough, they may give up on their faith. Sometimes, when things get easy and they get what they want from God, they give up on their faith. But there's a better way than going our own way, isn't there? Maybe you found this in life. And when things get hard, that's when faith gets easier. Sometimes those hard things bring us to our knees. Sometimes those hard things draw us closer to God. We pray more. We search for Him more. Jesus didn't have too many people there when he was carrying the cross. People don't like to hear we have to carry crosses if we follow Jesus. You know why? Because crosses aren't easy to carry. They don't come with a nice little handle to walk around with. No, people, they like it when it's easy you're going through a hard time, it's okay. Faith grows best in those hard times. Hang in there. Don't give up. Because there's a promise. When we stay close to the shepherd, where will we find the blessings? Close to him. Resolve to follow him closely each day of your life. Stay, don't stray. Stay on the narrow way. Don't abandon his abundant blessing to follow things your own way. And try to fill yourself with things that won't really satisfy. Follow him and let his blessings follow you. I love how the promise of Jesus is the same as the promise in the 23rd Psalm. What promise are you talking about, Nathaniel? Well, this one. From John chapter 14, verses 1 through 6. A lot to get worked up about nowadays, isn't there? Well, John 14, Jesus says this. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. Hey, when things are keeping you up at night, that's a good one to repeat to yourselves. Do not let your heart be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house are many rooms. And nine, if you're watching, in my Father's house are many mansions. King James Version. If it were not so, I would have told you. I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me that you also may be where I am. Do you hear the promise of the 23rd Psalm, verse 6 right there? You know the way to the place where I'm going. Thomas said to him, Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? He's honest, Thomas. He's not doubting, Thomas. Lord, we don't know where you're going, so how can we know the way? Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely, goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Lord, thank you for this song. Help us to know it. To really know. it to really know you and all that you have for us thank you for the places you lead us to lord what may we remember that it's all for your name's sake may we not use your name for our sake Lord, thank you for all the provisions, all the abundant blessings. Thank you for always being with us in the valley. Thank you for conquering death. Thank you for setting us apart, anointing us with oil so that we can be holy, blameless, because the blood. Of Jesus and the righteousness that is his. Thank you, Lord, that you've prepared a place for us. May we hold on to your promises. May we hold on to you. May we follow closely. And not stray. Not put our hope in ourselves or anything else. May our hope only be in you. Thank you for each soul here this morning. Thank you for each soul online. Thank you for who may ever hear my voice in this message. We praise you, Lord, for being our good shepherd. And I pray these things in your name, Jesus. Amen. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If this podcast is helpful to you, please rate us on iTunes or like our page, Springwater Church of the Nazarene on Facebook. Have a great day and Lord bless.